Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of the ALH Podcast right here on ALHlive.com. Today is Tuesday, April 12th, 2011. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we are going to continue with part two of our all new podcast series to be a friend. Uh, yesterday, we talked in general about, um, you know, being a friend, what it meant, uh, some of the perils that we run up against when uh, we either offer friendship um, for selfish reasons and we are willing or uh, when we are willing to be taken advantage of to be accepted as someone's quote unquote friend. So today we're going to talk specifically about how to be a friend to someone uh, when they are going through uh, dark times, when they're going through hard times, when they are going through uh, perilous times. And it's easy, um, you know, for us to uh, be a friend uh, when things are going well with someone who we can, we consider a friend. I mean, you know, and what I mean by that, sometimes, you know, if, if our heart isn't in the right place and we call ourselves someone's friend, they, our friend could be going through something that's just wonderful and glorious and we will not be happy unless that glorious thing some kind of way fails. Now, there's a lot of different words that people, the, the main word that people use to characterize this lately is, you know, called being um, a hater, right? I, I don't really subscribe, you know, to that word, number one, because it's used so much. And number two, Someone with that type of perspective um, has a, a lack of understanding. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get into to the to the hater whole hater thing, but suffice it to say that that is an unhealthy perspective. Now, in terms of not wanting to see your friends excel, that's obviously unhealthy. That would obviously disqualify disqualify someone of that. Uh, sort of being a true friend. Now, we have, I'm looking out um, my window right now, and here in the state of Washington, as it as it often is, it's it's overcast. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's almost, um, it's a little bit, it's getting on into the evening right now, but it's still daylight outside. And I'm looking out and, you know, the day was rainy and it was overcast. And it reminds me of that term, um, you know, people, you know, fair weather friends. Okay. And, you know, what we have to understand, I believe, about being a friend is that, number one, the people that we are friends to, their experiences are different. So a lot of times we can get irritated with someone because say, for example, for, you know, just for example, if you're somebody who's been through the Vietnam War, the, the Korean War, and, and uh, you know, you've been shot at 52 times and you've just been through a lot of really crazy stuff. And then we have someone that we care about and they stub their toe and they just make a big deal about it. Oh, my God. And you're looking at them like, dude, you just stubbed your toe. Now, what we have to remember is that everybody's struggle is relative to them. And we shouldn't look down on the people that we call friends because they are not, quote unquote, as strong as we think we are. 
being patient and being understanding is a large part of being a friend. And when we always find ourselves irritated when our our friends are, are, are going through something, then we have to really consider it's not it's not really at that point. It's not really about the 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 individual who's irritating you. It's 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 really about why are you so irritated? Because all irritation is is um, a reaction to a perspective that someone or something is not falling into our ideal of what they should be doing in that given moment. That's all irritation is. You know, he or she irritates me because they're doing this. Okay, if they're doing that and you have the understanding, we have the understanding that everyone has the right to do with what they want to do, then why does it bother us when they choose to do the way the things that they want to do the way they want to do? Why is that such an irritant? Because it's a, it's a reaction. It's a knee-jerk reaction. Irritation, the display of irritation is a judgment. Again, that someone isn't uh, conducting themselves in a situation the way we think they should. So when it comes to our friends going through hard times, you know, if, if you really care about someone and if you're really their friend, whatever that they are going through, you're going to be patient as you would want someone to be with you if, when you are going through what you consider to be tough times. So yesterday I said, you know, in my mind, you know, a friend is someone who wants something for you, for their friend is the same as they would want for themselves. So no matter how small we may think that someone's issue is, right, then, you know, we have to understand that there really are no small issues. If someone, because you could have a, a, a two-year-old kid and he's going to pitch a fit about a snicker bar in a store, right? But now, we, you know, when you grow up, well, you don't do that kind of thing. But to that two-year-old, that's a big deal. So how do you deal with that? How do you deal with that with that with that situation where you have this friend who's going through some things and, you know, do you just dismiss them and say, oh, man, you're tripping about nothing. You're tripping about nothing, man. You know, you you know, until you go through this, this, this and this, you haven't really been through nothing. Then if that is your reaction, then you are not being the friend. You're not a friend to them because you're holding you're holding them to a standard based on your perspective. See, your perspective is formed off of your experience. This person who is your friend does not have your same experience. So their perspective on things and the way they're impacted on things are going to be entirely different as opposed to what your experience and your perspectives, how they impact you. So it's not ever about you know, well, you know, I, okay, you went through this and, you know, I'll see you two heartaches and I'll raise you four heartaches. Friends don't do that to each other. Friends don't treat each other that way. So what is the best way? What can, what is the best way, best thing we can do when we have a friend going through something and, and, um, you know, on one level, we're like, wow, you know, that's not really a big deal. The issue, the, the solution to it is easy to us. Well, number one, we understand that we wouldn't want anybody condescending to us. 
Because there are issues that we go through that we think are big deals. Someone with more experience will say, oh, man, that's not a big deal. And as soon as someone tells us that our issues aren't a big deal, then we get all bent out of shape. So we cannot do to someone what we do not want done to us and really consider ourselves to be genuine. So the first thing we can do is be patient and listen. Be patient and listen. And first, understand this is your friend. This is someone that uh, you profess to care about. So you're not going to just listen, you know, with with uh, with, you know, an irritated patience, so to speak. You know, you're sitting there like, OK, hurry up, get it out, get it out. No, friends don't do that to each other. You're going to listen to whatever the issue is, no matter how small, you know, I don't care if it was they stubbed their toe. You're going to listen to them with the same concern and genuine care that you would want someone to listen to your problems. That's number one. Number two, okay, uh, uh, you know, you're going to, if you really care about this person, if you're really interested in being a friend to this person, Okay, you will comfort them through their hard times and you'll be able to comfort them because if you're a friend with them, you've been walking with them long enough. Everybody needs to be comforted in different ways. Everybody's different. Some people are comforted just by someone sitting next to them in silence. Someone's comforted by a hug. Other person is comforted by a strong inspirational word. But if this individual is your friend, you're going to take note as you're walking with them what it takes to comfort them. And you're going to rise to the occasion based on what they need for comfort and not based on how you want to comfort them. See, because friendships are about continual sacrifice. I'm going to comfort you. I'm going to come to you based on how I know you need me to be a friend. That's how I'm going to come to you. And I'm not just going to give you what I think you need in the moment. Okay. Now, thirdly, if it comes to it, okay, if the situation calls for it, if a direct truth needs to be told to get our friend to see the right thing or whatever, because, you know, basically maybe you have more experience in the matter and or you have experience with their experience and you already know what the outcome is. OK, and there needs to be a hard truth told that truth is going to come across with compassion, with grace and most of all, with love. It's not going to be this, you know, hey, um, Lawrence, you know, I stubbed my toe. Well, man, why are you just tripping on stubbing your toe? Man, go put a Band-Aid on it. No. If I'm your friend, I'm not going to respond to you like that. I'm not going to minimize what you're going through. Even if I need to tell you to just put a Band-Aid on it, I'm going I'm to I'm tell you that while I'm comforting you. Where you're going to know that, you know what, I'm safe with Lawrence. Lawrence respects the different things that I'm going through, even though, you know, he's been through way worse. Listen, I had a guy one time, <laughs> I had a guy one time tell me that um, 
he didn't really believe that he had anything really to tell people because he hadn't been through anything in his life that I had been. Like, you know, being incarcerated and, and all this stuff. And I looked at him. Now, I considered this guy my friend. Now, I could have, if I was selfish, I could have said to him, yeah, you're right. You really, you haven't really been through anything. But you know what I told him? I told him he had a better story than me because he managed to stay out of trouble for his life. You know, you don't have to go through hell all the time to show that you're smart. <laughs> you don't have to do that. If you, if you run across someone and, you know, I told him, I told this young man, I said, listen, listen, man, you have a great story to tell. We need more people to say, look, this is what I did. I did this. I did this to stay out of trouble. And, I, you know, I haven't gone through this. And this is what I did to stay out of trouble. We need more people who have stayed out of trouble to show people how to stay out of trouble. So a, a lot of times what we, we, you know, in that kind of situation, a friend is talking to you and, and, you know, well, they haven't been through what I've been through and, you know, they can't make an impact because, man, that's a bunch of hogwash. A friend will always see the value in what their friend is bringing to the table. And not only, this is how you be a friend also, this is how you become a friend also. Not only are you going to see the value that someone brings to the table, but you are going to do whatever you can when it's necessary to expand and grow that value of your friend. Because why? You want them to be at their best. Just like you want to be at your best, you want them to be your their best too. You want them to shine. So it's not always about you know, I'm going through this and I'm going through that. And, you know, nobody can be a real friend to me. Ask yourself this question. Have you been a real friend to the people that you want to be a real friend to you? I mean, you know, that, that's that's kind of that's kind of tough. I under, I know that. But we really have to ask ourselves these questions. Because a lot of times we feel like we deserve things that really, honestly, we don't in terms of in terms of uh, uh, the people that we, you know, that we're dealing with. So we have a friend that's going through a hard time. Right. And it's something maybe that we've experienced and maybe it's something that we haven't experienced. No matter what, how big or how small we perceive that to be, we are going to meet our friend where they are and we're going to give them what they need and not what we think they need based on our perspective. We're going to give them what they need. We're going to try to see the world through their eyes in that moment and give them what they need. But in order to be able to give someone what they need in a moment of crisis, you have to be walking with them before the crisis. How am I going to know what to give you if I haven't really taken the time to get to know you, to really truly be your friend, to really truly walk with you and, and find out how you, you know, what your thoughts are on, on a sunset, on a sunrise, on a rainbow, when the rain falls. I don't know really anything about you. This crisis hits. Now there's these awkward moments. And the reason why the moments are awkward, because we really don't know the one that we say is our friend. 
I don't say that from a place of judgment. All I'm saying that for is, is to encourage me. If you have a couple friends, a couple good friends, and you're walking with them, you know what? There's going to be a not not always the perspective of, okay, there's going to be a time in, in my life where I'm going to need them. No, keep in mind, there's going to be a time in their life where they're going to need you. So I need to learn as much as I can through natural interaction about these person that I call friends. That's why I said in yesterday's podcast, we can't have 300 million true friends, quote unquote. Three, 3,000, we can't have it because to be someone's friend, it takes time. It takes true time to be someone's real friend. So we have to really, you know, understand that you know i won't say it's a it's a um i won't say it's a job you know a job implies you know uh you know unwanted labor and all this kind of stuff you know a a, a friendship is physical manifested passion between two parties you know everybody to some degree is passionate about themselves our true friends we will be equally as passionate about them we will be equally as happy for them when things go well and we will be hurt maybe we can't really you know fully understand what they're going through but we will be hurting that they are hurting if this individual is our friend and when the time comes to it, you know, in a rough time and uh, a hard truth needs to be spoken to correct that rough time, then we will do it with grace and not from irritation, not to alienate them. Because if that if that's how you're feeling about your your friend and, and he he or she is going through some things and and they're just irritating you. And every time they call you, you're looking at the phone like, oh, my God. What now? No, if they're your friend, you're going to be looking and you know you're they're going through something, you're going to look at the phone, you're going to see their caller ID and you're going to you're going to treat that call like it's you calling yourself. You're going to see about you and if you're going to see about you, you're going to see about your friend. If they are your real friend. A true friend, someone that you want for them what you want for yourself. Now, it's just my opinion. Again, I always welcome. I want to hear yours. I would love to hear yours. It's just my opinion. But if you have someone in your life, you call them a friend, you consider them a friend, and you don't want for them the same level of, of success and, ful and fulfillment of their ambition as you want for you, I'm telling you now, you're not their friend. And you will, you will end up immediately, uh, eventually being a hindrance to them. Because you'll, you'll, you'll become a stumbling block because when they do start rising or whatever, or when they do have a very terrible fall, you're not going to be able to be there for them the way you would want someone to be there for you. And so there will always be this awkwardness and this, this irritation going back and forth, you know, during the hard times. Okay, so I want to thank everybody so much again for listening. 
Um, and I hope everyone is enjoying this podcast. This is part two of our new series to be a friend. I would love to hear your thoughts on this podcast. Um, reach me at facebook.com forward slash ALH vision, right on my wall there, whatever. Um, and find me on Twitter at ALH live. And you can also send me an email to podcast at ALH live.com. Again, this is your host, a Lawrence Haskins for the ALH podcast only on ALH live.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye now.